0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Crazy X Club, the podcast series all about rebuilding yourself after a relationship, um, breakup or heartache in general. Uh, This episode I'm chatting to the geek overlord that is Robin Bates. Um, Robin and I know each other through his um, coaching group, um, Coaching for Geeks. He's awesome, um, absolutely lovely and safe to say we had such a giggle uh recording this one um but also lots of insights and sharing really openly and honestly as have all the guests on this season i've been so impressed by everybody like in terms of what they've been sort of willing to bring to the show robin is certainly no exception to this um little heads up it's quite sweary this one um so just to be aware of that definitely one for your headphones not suitable for work all that kind of thing but it is it, it it's just a few f-bombs and I'm just gonna make you aware of that um so I also kind of got a bit of a um a note <laughs> ahead of this episode that I might talk a bit too much when I do these intros so with that in mind we're going to jump straight in here is my conversation with Robin and I'll see you afterwards see you later us hey hey crazy exes another day another interview and we've actually managed to schedule one in the daytime no 9 p.m today so excited oh here you go if you're playing bingo I'm so excited mark that one off or have a shot whichever that you happen to be doing at this particular moment um so today's guest super excited to be introducing geek overlord coach extraordinaire and spider wizard Robin (laughs) Bates hi Robin (laughs) how are you
1: very well thank you I'm a spider wizard I've been yeah. called a few things in my time by some of my exes as well. But the <laughs> spider wizard is is a new one. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. I don't know. Like um, I'll give a tiny bit of context, guys. I used to be scared of spiders. Then I met Robin, and I'm no longer scared of spiders. And that's as much context as you need. Um... <laughs>
1: Just threw spiders in your eyes until
0: <laughs> it wasn't scary anymore. It wasn't scary anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and now I
1: that's not what i do that's not my business
0: <laughs> we'll chat through chat through towards the end i'm going to leave everyone thinking mm, find a wizard um that might be i'm going to add that to the bingo cards as well guys <laughs> right so robin you know why I'm, why you are here with me today this podcast is all about sharing our stories about times we've had to recover from a breakup or heartache, a little bit of the both. So, and also, as you know, I literally go, hi, how are you? Right, now tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. So Robin, (laughs) with this in mind, what story would you like to share with us today?
1: Well, I've had to cast my mind back to think about breakups because I haven't had a relationship breakup or it's a bad one for, or on the receiving end of a bad one. That's what she said for about, for about <laughs> ten years now. In that, I've been in. Uh, well, I'd like to address something that you get a recent guest talked oh. about about polyamory and open yeah. relationships, and I had a bit of clarity around it because um, your recent guest was talking about polyamory and open relationships of being the same thing and that they need spreadsheets and uh-huh. management and all of this sort of thing Would you just like to highlight what episode that was for anyone who wants to go back and listen
0: yes I think now I think you're referring to the previous episode Paul Savage right,
1: there we go yeah I didn't know when this one was going out so I didn't want to say the last episode yeah. and be wrong <laughs>
0: That's fine. That's that's put you straight into the schedule. Well done. Lovely. (laughs) I am next now. That was my
1: nefarious plan all along. Uh, But I'm now, despite having had awful breakups, being on the giving and receiving end of being an awful person, uh, I'm now very happy in a polyamorous relationship. Um, The difference is between polyamorous is having multiple relationships, whereas an open relationship is generally where you have one or multiple relationships, but you're free to go and have sex with other people, but they are not gonna become another partner. An open polyamorous relationship is where you have multiple relationships, but you're also free to go and have sex or fall around or do whatever with other people. And that's what I'm in. I'm in an open polyamorous relationship. I have three boyfriends. I've not seen any of them for like a year and a half at this (laughs) point because none of them live anywhere near to me got two in America and they're a couple and I'm uh, their boyfriend mm. I've got one in Bristol he's married and they have a boyfriend between them so I have no relationship with the husband or the other boyfriend uh, my Bristol boyfriend has no relationship with the American boyfriends it's right. like I am the boyfriend of two different sort of yeah. relationships yeah. But I'm also open, so I'm allowed to go and because you know I don't get to see them very often, so I'm allowed to go off and 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 fall around with who I want, which might relate to <laughs> as I've realised as I've got older that I have ADHD and might have a few <laughs> issues. <laughs> hmm. But I am committed to these relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't have a primary partner. It's all very complex and modern. At the age of 42, I'm doing the things that I should have been doing as an 18-year-old. But we'll come We'll come back <laughs> around to that. I just wanted to sort of define
0: yeah. polyamory
1: and, and open relationships a little bit. Um, I just say that I am, despite all the awfulness I'm about to talk about, in happy, committed, polyamorous open relationships.
0: I am absolutely loving it coming up it's come up as a topic a couple of times across this season and I'm really liking that people are feeling able to talk about it as well um, mainly because I've had to have my own kind of revelation about what I thought sort of relationships meant to me and I really did think it was just marriage was the only option but mm. I'm also sort of considering options that right now I mean Again bingo cards ready guys because I'm going to say I'm committed to being single and remaining on my own take a That's shot me <laughs> <laughs> but when I come to maybe think about I might want to touch another person again it's going to be some time but I I don't necessarily know that I want to go straight down to a fully committed relationship again I just don't know and I love hearing about lots of different options and lots of different ways people are happy in different kinds of relationships.
1: Yeah I I think post breakup when you do get back on the horse you've got to sample a few dicks as it were before, (laughs) before you find one that you're content with obviously the rest of the person who's attached with it and the personality yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not all about sex that's really important these people who i'm in relationships mm. with i'm in relationships with we talk on a daily basis we, i was planning to go back over to the state so we we do stuff together we go to events and mm. uh, play video games online and hang out whenever we can chat with them daily it's like a relationship but I don't, it's just a long distance relationship mm-hmm. really but I get sent more pictures. <laughs> 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 no, just like, isn't the boy looking hot today? Like, what'll go? Like, Aw. It's Aww. it's lovely. It's lovely.
0: And, I, and I'm also loving, like, <laughs> the other thing that appeals to me is, and you've still got your own space, because that's yeah. the big thing that I really can't get my head around, is I don't know that I ever want to share my living space with someone ever again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I quite like That's the other reason that might appeal to me. So I can go home. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'd be quite happy living near someone, mm. like, even like next street over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't imagine sharing my space again. I lived in London for fifteen years in and shared for that whole time with partners and roommates and. It just it gets to a point where, oh my god, just leave me alone, mm-hmm. just go out, just do something, yeah. do something. Same with relationships. I've got friends who are in relationships where they just do everything together. Absolutely mm-hmm. everything. Even things that they hate. And it is lovely to be able to do something that you don't particularly enjoy because your partner enjoys it but my god there are other people you can do things with like have <laughs> friends and yeah. family like go five minutes on my own please thank you for-
0: yeah no, know that was that was one big problem and um, that i faced was i was one of those people i was um so my ex-husband still is a quiz master i was people mm. call me mrs quiz because that's what I kind of did used to follow him around and go and sit with him while he sort of hosted quizzes and things like that and and I liked it and I almost liked being this little quiz groupie because I felt like I was part (laughs) of like what he was doing and I just had built nothing for me so that was quite a big moment for me when I and I talked to a lot of people about this blank canvas what do you actually want to do because you've just invested eight years in somebody else when you probably should have been looking at yourself then so it's it's nice to kind of have these opportunities for you.
1: Yeah, it's that who am I anymore? Yeah. Uh, you your when your identity becomes so entwined with that of being a part of someone else's life, and that goes away all of a sudden, whether they break up or or if if they pass away, mm-hmm. that's it, who am I anymore? And people get their identities intertwined with all kinds of things in life, like their job and their career and I had an issue with that going off-piste here, uh, (laughs) that my identity got very wound up in my work. And when I took the next logical step in my career, and it wasn't what I expected, and uh, my world came tumbling down.
2: Mm.
1: um, We'll we'll come on to that. We've taken a few steps ahead here in the story. I'm sorry, folks. (laughs) Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff going on. So, uh breakups, yes, that's what we're <laughs> still, uh, getting over them. So, yeah, and I had to cast my mind back to think about relationships and breakups, because it's been, like I say, it's been a long time. Um as you know, about 10 years, my last breakup, and that was an OK-ish one. But there's been three, three bad breakups in my life that, have two out of three have kind of resolved now and that i'm friends with both of those people Mm. i'm not going to name any names even though i'm desperate to but you're actually aware of one of them because they're in cfg turbo and they've become my client Uh, (laughs) and now (laughs) now paying me for my help so you know we, we get on
0: Aspirations for everybody, crazy exes. You can turn an ex just pay you money
1: (laughs) (laughs) and not like alimony or child support. (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, So I've had good breakups, I've had bad breakups. I've been the arsehole and ghosted people, and I've been ghosted. We've had highly dramatic ones that across websites that were precursors to social media, creating factions that were pitted against each other in unholy homosexual war, and there's been ones filled with anger and hurt and rage and distress, and I've learned as an adult that I have uh, ASD, I'm what would have probably traditionally been called uh, Asperger's or Aspergic, as mm. be... I also have ADHD. That makes me terrible at arguing, terrible <laughs> at fighting my cause. If you, you know, out of the blue accuse me of something or uh, and my emotions start flaring, then I, oh, I can't think of an answer now. Uh-huh. I become a wreck. Um, and that also gives me rejection sensitivity dys- dysphoria, which I've realized again, that's it makes me blow rejection or perceived rejection really up beyond what it actually means. And that's something I've really, really had to work on as an adult because being told no is an important thing to learn. I'm not I'm not talking about consent here. That is hugely yeah. important to to understand consent. <laughs> but being rejected I want to would you like to be my client? No. That's, oof, that, mm. take it to the heart. Can I apply, can I have this job that I've applied for? No.
2: Oh,
1: That makes me a bad person, a terrible mm. person, a piece of shit. This is all stuff I've had to work on, and it stemmed from, I think, some of these breakups that we've had. So, breakup number one, mm-hmm. cast your mind back to... Wolverhampton University.
0: Oh, local, local for me. Local
1: to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am worried I'm gonna start migrating my accent back to the West Midlands. Hey. <laughs> I'm a Stafford boy originally, 40 Lovely miles north stuff. of Birmingham. At university, a massive 18 miles away in Wolverhampton. Uh first time away from home. Uh first time being out. Almost immediately get myself the boyfriend. <laughs> Boyfriend, obviously.
0: I don't think everybody does that.
1: Rather than exploring, oh, and finding stuff out, about was it? it Immediately had a boyfriend for about a year, and when we broke up, uh, it was because uh, he was a narcissist and habitual liar, and I wanted to believe him. I wanted Mm. to care for him. I wanted to take good care of him, and. Shortly after we broke up, knock on my door at 2 a.m. I'd been up smoking weed and playing Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, <laughs> Good combo. Got my got a Mega Drive for the first time. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to play Sonic. Uh, knock on my door at 2 a.m. It's the police. And I got taken off, like, not, not arrested, but taken away. Like, yeah, your, your friend, this, your boyfriend uh, has been assaulted. We need you to come to the police station. Uh, and we got there and he'd uh he probably need to put a content notice mm-hmm. on this one he'd said that he'd been raped on his way home from a night out like his first night out since we'd uh, broken up uh and of course i wanted to be there for him i wanted to look after him nurture him I'm, I'm a nurturing carey type i want everyone to be okay please thank you very much and i will do what i can to help people of course, he hadn't. he hadn't. But because of the nurturing, caring side of me, we ended up to back together. So I wanted to look after him. Mm. Um, this only lasted a few weeks because we weren't right together and he was full of shit. And as soon as we broke up, it happened again. <laughs> it's just this cycle of, you know, no one wants to say, when someone says, oh, I've been sexually assaulted, you don't <laughs> want to go... You haven't, though, have you? Mm. Because that's such an awful thing to have to do. But, uh, oh, my God, this that time of my life was dark. Um,
0: yeah, and I think that the problem is you're so young
1: <gasps> as
0: well. So you're so kind of vulnerable and you feel like everything's your fault anyway. Even when yeah. stuff's going right, you still you're just finding so much of yourself so I really feel for you sort of being such a young age and having to sort of cope with that kind of cycle of kind of toxicity oh yes I nailed that word time. yes you Um, should
1: cheer for toxicity (laughs) (laughs) just
0: just for me saying it guys just for me saying it but yeah to deal with that such engaged but I also think that's a bit of a passing because you've just reminded me of my own boyfriend at university who was probably also I wouldn't say narcissist but definitely toxic definitely controlling and you just kind of go this is all I'm worthy of this is all I'm worthy of and yeah. I need to do better because they're upset so it must be me and it's it's um, it's really interesting to look back on now the sort of things you tolerate just because of youth
1: yeah and, and how that shaped relationships from that point of me thinking what was acceptable behavior both from me and directed towards me and that led to a lot of fairly toxic relationships mm. from that point on uh, but I was quite lucky in this case in that uh, we were nearing the end of semester and people <laughs> People just kind of rallied around me. I was very fortunate to have a really great group of friends who really rallied around me, supported me, and were going, at this point, no, he's full of shit, mate. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of the bullshit he was coming out with, they were researching it. Someone had the internet in their room. Like <laughs> right. One person did. And so they were they, they were doing computer engineering and they had, they had a line put in, in their halls. <gasps> so they could do the internet in their room. So he was looking up some of the things, some of the bullshit he was feeding me and going, no, look, it's demonstrably not true. If it hadn't been for my friends, I'd have probably gone down quite a dark
2: mm-hmm.
1: mental uh, health path at that point. So I found it really difficult. I was blaming myself for a lot of things. Yeah. If we hadn't broken up, so because I was still believing things to a certain point. If we hadn't broken up, then none of this would have happened.
0: If. Yeah. And it's that thing. So I think there's been quite a lot, because I'm in a lot of divorce groups. So the topic of narcissist comes up quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that sort of vulnerability as well and that belief of because what tends to happen as well is you get love bombed at the start or they're this most amazing representation of themselves and when that starts to fall away that's how they get you believing it's got to be your fault because I was fine when we met and now we've been together and now I'm not and it oh it's it's a heavy place to be at such a young age, but I'm pleased you had friends who were going to like because that's what a lot of people don't get. They live in this cycle of desperately trying to go. He's, they're not telling the truth, but because you're being gaslit, you're going to go. But they might be, and I don't know, yeah, and I don't really yeah. know what's real anymore. And it's it's yeah, it's a really vicious cycle.
1: And there was that element of not wanting to believe my friends. I never, you know, you see some instances where people really turn on their friends who were trying mm. to support them and help them. But uh, there was an element of disbelief. But once, once that sort of shattered away from my mm. eyes, it was like, oh my God, I've been a right fucking idiot. <laughs> but how could, what, what, like, how, how did I believe these? The timelines make no sense. He'd have been, when this thing happened that he's told me about, it would have been nine, but legally uh. it would have had to have been sixteen to be worked. Mm. Just bullshit, mate. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, it was friends. Friends pulled me through that. Uh, it was the end of term. He went away. Like people turned on him so hard, he <laughs> <laughs> went off to a different campus uh, I was never seen. Or heard from again, and I'd have struggled if I'd have seen this individual. Mm. But we made up for it by being a bit slutty for a while.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> there's nothing wrong, folks. There's no slut shaming. If you want to go out and have some fun, do it as long as you're honest. And I probably wasn't quite as honest with the people I was fooling around with as it could be that I wasn't looking for more. Yeah. But <laughs> you don't I'd know when you trying. <laughs> have fun. Have fun. That makes me sound terrible now, doesn't it? Like, wow, this awful relationship, and now you're going around dicking people. Who <laughs> 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 kind of want more. Because I have this, hor- this... The burden that I have to bear, Emma, yeah. is... People I date seem to fall... <laughs> I'm so big-headed and narcissistic there. <laughs> People I date seem to fall in love with me quite quickly. Yeah. Like, they they want to... Like, a couple of dates in, can we be boyfriends? No, no we're, still, we're still exploring if we're compatible mm-hmm. and if we get on and all of that sort of thing. And they're like, oh, no, I need, I need more. I need more. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> I want some more. And... yeah these days or over the last 10 years i've been much more honest with people i'm, going, Look, I'm growing the business i'm building a brand i'm very very busy i i can give you like one day a week maximum and then a few weeks in they're like well i want to see you three times a week like, well, I, t- I told you right at the start that you know once in a while sure we can see each other a couple of times a week but i've got all these events and all these things that i'm doing and, and business and work and clients and no, you must see me three times a week. And then and, the, and then they become the crazy ex. Quite yeah.
0: Quickly. But isn't it interesting because if that was me, even three years ago, I go, yeah, sure. Three times a week, five, six.
2: <laughs> like, <why laughs> did I have
0: a boundary? Oh, forget about it. It's fine. <laughs> so it's, it's respectful to stick with it.
1: Yeah, um, establishing boundaries and sticking with them. That's another that's another thing that I've had to learn as an adult. But because I was so was lacking in self-belief and confidence and and remember one of my other exes saying Robin, people really like you, except you just don't understand why people do. He's like, and that kills me to see. And I was like, oh, mm. ah, that kills me that you're saying that, but no, I don't get it. And I think a lot of my self-belief and confidence issues that I've worked through a lot over the last 15 years stem from those early relationships. So I was exploring and finding out who I was. This is where I blame everyone else but me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because from that point on, I kind of self-medicated throughout life. I spent my student loan on... uh, a bag of coke, a bag of weed and a Sega Dreamcast. We've moved on from the Mega Drive
0: Oh yeah, good stuff
1: Crazy Taxi, Sonic Adventure thanks very much. Playing Sega Bass Fishing on a little stool that we had (laughs) with the the fishing rod controller joint in mouth and we had this little rag that someone had nicked from a pub and that became the fishing hat that you had to wear (laughs) when you were playing Sega Bass Fishing. I was an absolute catch, clearly
0: (laughs) (laughs) what it was they
1: wanted they wanted that they wanted that game and uh and more relationships came to a head when another relationship ended when we went to glastonbury and i ended mm. up getting uh, lifted out if you want to find out more about that please check out i'm allowed to name check another podcast yeah <laughs> check out uh an episode of well that fucked me up and <laughs> find out more about the time i nearly died and was abandoned in tent. This is not supposed to be me slagging off old boyfriends, it's supposed to be about hope and recovery. But that felt like a a bit of a knife in the back that I abandoned Mm. to rot in a tent for 24 hours whilst um, being high as a kite, as high as a kite can get at Glastonbury, and then being about an hour away from death when I was airlifted out. That took not only mental recovery but physical recovery from it took a year to get over the injuries that I brought upon my insides through uh, look folks if you're going to get high you're going to get high but do it with people who are going to look after you take care of you and make sure you're hydrated and taking your insulin uh, Mm. if you're diabetic (laughs) and this fed into this cycle of Lack of boundaries, lack of care, lack of support, lack of self belief and confidence, and all of the things that help you have successful relationships. Um, that one, because I dropped out of university at this point, what a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have friends around me because they're all at university. Hardly anyone's got cell phones at this point. Cell phones.
0: Cell American phones.
1: Cell phones. That's the problem with having American boyfriends. Yeah. Emma. You start adopted some of their parlance. Sorry. <laughs> M- mobile telephonic devices. Thank you very much, sir.
0: <laughs> I'll still start going into the murder going with my son, who basically is obsessed with YouTube. <laughs> and then I go, What's the water? And I'm like, The what? <laughs> water. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, water. <laughs>
1: Oh, my sister married an American. So we've got, uh, my brother-in-law is, is American and my nephews were both born over there and now live in the UK. So they oh, wow. have uh, American twangs to Aww. them. And that's water. Water, <laughs> water from the faucet.
0: <laughs> Sorry, just completely hijacked that. I just it's wanted to f- go water.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> listeners at home, why not try your American accent by saying water or water?
0: And, um, you know, there might be voiceover hiring people that go, wow, if we need to sell <laughs> hydration <laughs> to
1: things. Oh, well, we have I... just talked about hydration <laughs> at festivals. If you are going to a festival, please, this summer, do you please stay hydrated. It's very water. important.
0: Mm. <laughs> I've got there we mine go. here.
1: I'll just show you have my water bottle now. Oh, it's, has... it's
0: very nice, very big. I'm watching...
1: That is what she said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we've had, that's heartbreak or breakup number two, but you promised us three, so I'm going to keep you accountable.
1: (laughs) Three, there's actually, I've I've just stuck an extra one in there, so we might have four. Oh, lovely. Um, Many years later, years of partying, uh, the company I was working for was acquired by a big evil London corporation, Uh, My boyfriend at the time. Uh, Oh, you'll know this. He was working at Longbridge when that shut down. So he'll know exactly who he is, who I'm talking about (laughs) now. (laughs) Hello, if you're listening. I it's like, like, fuck it, why not? There's an option to go to London there. I didn't ask if I could swear. Sorry, I've been effing and jeffing. We're fine. Um, Good. I'll keep on going then. Um, (laughs) Cock knobs, uh, <laughs> fanny bangles, uh, yeah. So, fuck it off to London we went, uh, moved in with him first time living with, with the boy <sighs> at 26. <sighs> late, late bloomer, <laughs> <laughs> and this was the one that caused the schism in the London in a very small subsection of the London homosexual uh-huh. scene. Uh, this was a really uh, unpleasant breakup that there was there was anger on both sides and a bit of unpleasantness and I left one day I wasn't planning to break up but I left one day and I'm like yeah, yeah I think we're breaking up and ended up at Waterloo station with a bag on my back going oh fuck what do I do now? <laughs> where to live. <gasps> <laughs> Didn't have to leave then, but ADHD, you know, it sometimes makes mm-hmm. you go, yeah, I'm packing the bag and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh where God. did you go? Uh, I rang around some friends. I was like, can anyone put me up for the night? And I was really fortunate that again, it was my friends, friends from back home, some of whom had migrated down, down to the city over, over the few years that I've been back in my hometown. And one, her boyfriend was uh, working overseas and they were having the bathroom redone. So he wanted someone there. Who could help you know work men around and stuff just be just be the man on site um, yeah. and look after things and i ended up living there for a good few months we shared a bed <laughs> <laughs> it was a one bedroom but... <laughs> shared a bed so it was fine i knew the boyfriend he he knows that i'm uh, i'm gay uh, my grandparents would have loved it for us to have <laughs> got together But without that, I don't know what I would have done post-breakup. Things got really unpleasant with with friend groups sort of taking sides. Mm. Um, And I remember, we're going to talk about a specific incident, going out. He's there with his new boyfriend, which is fine by me. I'm quite happy with this. I'm like, ah. He's finally moving on, wonderful. Uh, I cop off, with someone in the pub and that's it. That's caused the schism of the century. (laughs) How dare I be so uh, thoughtless. Hang on, you're there with your boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it was friends. Friends took me out, friends got me drunk, friends took me around town. And and this is what I'm gonna keep coming back to when you're in a relationship. It's so important to have your friends. Don't it's lovely if you have merged friends groups, but if they have to then pick sides, it, it, nobody's really going to win, yeah. especially if they all prefer the other one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, had, it? it can be a bit awkward. We had um, friends which were very much mutual friends, and they used to be our board game in mates basically mm. so that board gaming nights, my apps used to be my absolute favorite thing in the world um and they always said look there is no that your side the other person's side at all um uh, but then you just kind of hear rumors of like just little murmurings of oh yeah i'm gonna go off to see them and i'm like oh they've not even messaged me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like wow well, and there's nothing in that it's just just the way things go people and yeah know these things just sort of tick on for some people and not for others.
1: And it takes an effort from you as well to reach out to your friends. And if you're in that vulnerable state, sometimes you don't want to because we're going to get into the cognitive behaviour therapy bit now where you have to test the hypothesis. You assume that nobody wants to hang out with you so you don't contact them. So nobody gets in touch to hang out with you which then feeds into the cycle of thinking that nobody wants to hang out with you. And until you insert yourself into that cycle, go, Hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to do something? Do you want to mm-hmm. go see a show? Do you want to play board games? Do you want to play some Warhammer mm-hmm. for the, for the horde? Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> then you're never going to know. You're not going to get that data. You're not going to be able to feed. You, you've got to, if you think people hate you, you've got to test the hypothesis and find yeah. out. <laughs> there's,
0: yeah.
1: There's no other way to know, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm even worse. I kind of go, Yeah, we're gonna make plans. Yeah, let's do this, <laughs> let's do that and I'm that that awful person that goes, Nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not <Can't
0: do it. laughs> so you either love me or hate me because like one is because I can't because I freak out and I cancel plans I'm getting better at it this year I have to say um or you kind of go oh thank god for that I've got the night back
2: because <laughs> yeah. it be that thing
0: of when you get older cancel plans are a bit of a gift sometimes so yeah yeah I get that I like that test the hypothesis
1: you gotta test the hypothesis that's straight from the Cognitive Behaviour Therapy playbook. There's, I can't remember what the model's called, but it is essentially testing the hypothesis.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: And until you do that, you're working on incomplete data.
0: Incomplete data and probably an inner critic. Mm. Inner critic is my favourite thing.
1: Especially when you've come out of a relationship, especially when you're feeling like shit, especially when you're feeling rejected and possibly useless and ugly and smelly and a waste of space and no one's mm. ever going to love me or like me or
0: want to touch
1: my bum again well
0: you've read my you've read my diary from those days <laughs> 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 you didn't tell me I didn't realize I'd published it damn
1: <laughs> well, getting used to rejection is one of the most powerful things you can do as a mm. person like shrugging it off and moving on it's not as easy as just doing that but there's yeah. lots of work that you can do on it it's work that i've had to do through like i say cbt the behavior therapy not the sex act through neuro uh, <laughs> neurolinguistic programming um there's, there's loads of stuff you know re- my starting point for anyone on this stuff is like reading uh instant confidence by paul mckenna it's a great book full of nlp tips and tricks to start working on you your inner critic and your your self belief. Do you change the voice of your inner critic? Right. Like,
0: in terms of what?
1: Like when you when you hear it talking, who is it? It's who, me. Who's in, It's you. Hundred percent me. Yeah. You. Do, um, do you? What you can do is I've oh got them to turning into coaching. Robin <laughs> here is you can change the voice to someone else. Something stupid to so like a Homer Simpson ah. or my, I turn mine to. Mr. Wofferson, the stupid dog. It's like, <laughs> oh, Robin, you're a, you're a piece of shit. Oh. It, it means nothing <laughs> anymore. Uh, and you can move the voice around. Mine sits on my shoulder, like mm. you know, the devil in your ear. And yeah. you can, once you've changed the voice, you can sort of move it around and just push it away. So it gets quieter and quieter and quieter. I load it into a little catapult, and twang it out the window, and then, you, okay, Mr. Wofferson, away you go.
0: Well, I've already got the Benny Hill theme playing when I see a spider. So, <laughs> so yeah that's fine I'm, I'm down with that okay uh, maybe maybe me and a critic will have the Benny Hill voice as well I don't know but uh, yeah. apologies we've digressed we've gone down a little rabbit hole but I feel better because I'm in a bit of therapy
1: yeah fabulous come to me again uh, how long have you got left because I feel like I've been talking for ages um, I,
0: yeah do you know what I would let them carry on as long as uh, as long as people want them to go on but yeah you make a good point you've already given me loads of your time so um... that wasn't
1: um, I need to go I don't <laughs> want to blather on and you go oh fuck Robin I've listeners
0: he raises his watch, watch out, huh? to be visible <laughs>
1: <And Too> I... <laughs> I have to tap it to make the screen come back because <laughs> it's in sleep mode so he doesn't oh. make noises
0: <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you know, we will still was, we'll, we'll progress we'll progress in terms of the couple of questions that I ask everybody and I'm wondering if I've written some notes down so I think i have about to have written the same word three times whilst we've been chatting so if you could go back and give yourself any advice or a key thing that got you through those difficult times um what would that kind of piece of advice be?
1: oh it's that's really hard because the life that I've lived has led me to this point where
2: Mm.
1: I'm quite happy with who I am and what I do and it's it's been painful there's been a lot of journeys of self-discovery and learning and periods of self-loathing and real self-destructive tendencies that I've had to get over and still exhibit to a certain extent like this year i've had to uh, quit drinking and i smoked for a long time and i was really into recreational drugs and stuff so i would say to myself to start that journey sooner that figuring out that you are valid that you are okay you are good enough um figuring that out a lot sooner would save young robin a whole lot of pain a whole lot of heartache and a whole lot of really fucking stupid decisions
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's it's it's interesting though isn't it oh there you go i think i've said interesting about five times and i blame Terry Cook, previous um, <laughs> person on this podcast, as I've caught that from him. Because um, if you don't make those mistakes, you don't learn and then mm. you don't grow. So it, it could could just be that it's a difficult one, isn't it? it? I do agree with that whole you are enough. And if you can learn that at a much younger age, that would be most the most valuable thing, I think.
1: Yeah, because I spent such a long time single, I'm feeling almost desperate to be loved, mm-hmm. to find a partner. And at some point I was like, do you know what? I don't want that anymore. I'm all I'm all right as I am. And as soon as I did that, it's like, oh, oh, great. Now I've got three boyfriends. How did that happen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's karma, my friend. Right. What? <laughs> this is weird. How did that happen? <laughs> so it's a happy ending and then I'd yeah. actually written the word friends down that's where yeah. I go.
1: friends has been really important but they were always there I always somehow managed to fall in with a group that I probably wouldn't be able to do it now because it was all sort of pre social media it was through work like my bunch of group group of mates who pretty much defined my 20s i met through getting a christmas temp job at asda because i was desperate post-university and falling into a really bad way and i think my mum was sick of me at that point applying <laughs> for this job <laughs> <laughs> and, I went and did it and nailed it obviously because uh, it turns out i'm quite good at interviews
0: uh-huh.
1: that's not this sort. Maybe you're a Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I, I made a friend on the first day. And she was like, oh, we're going to go clubbing at the weekend and you're coming with us. It's a bit, went to Birmingham, actually. Oh. Subway City back
0: in the <gasps> day. Oh, I love Subway City. Please tell me that it's involved snobs at some point as well. Like it old didn't. snobs. It
1: was, it was always Subway. Oh,
0: it is a good place. Subway City. Uh,
1: Subway City and and Nightingale.
0: Oh yeah. I've had a few nights in the gale. Love it. Iconic.
1: It's mostly Subway. It's not there anymore, is it? It's a different club. It's the tunnel club. Yeah. But they're doing a throwback
0: soon. Mm -hmm. Oh. I have no life now. I have no life, Robin. It's all i am asleep by quarter past 10 and it literally is quarter past 10 i put a sleep meditation app on at 10 o'clock and, and i'm asleep by quarter past 10 that's my life as i approach 40 next year i'm not quite happy with it um so yeah i have to skip that one
1: yeah i've completely lost the start of this <laughs> friends friends that was it yeah friends are really important uh surround yourself with a good group of friends who will have you back um and- watch out for you and you'll watch out for them um, mm. no matter how long it's been don't worry about checking in with people because mm. um, again apparently it's an ADHD thing we have no concept of the degradation of friendship or at least I wasn't until it was presented to me as a meme oh. uh, uh, that some people if you leave it a long time they think the friendship is kind of degrading and becomes nothing Mm. whereas i'm just like hello for a while (laughs) you're right um never be afraid of getting in touch with your old friends you don't Mm. sometimes it's just like no time has passed sometimes everything has changed and that's exciting and interesting and joyous to behold too so check in check in with your old pals that's what I want you to do. We okay. were supposed to be uh, talking about my business bit coming up, but no, I don't want you to do that. I want you to go and check in with your old friends and see how they're doing <laughs> and reconnect.
2: Aww.
0: Thank you very much.
1: That'd be lovely. Okay. And then tell Emma how you did on a Facebook yeah.
0: page. Yeah. Come and tell me. Yeah. Someone, yeah. Someone come and chat. That would be lovely. Lovely. Uh, right. So the other task every participant gets, to get to choose a song and I put it on my playlist called, you got this. And, I've had some amazing. It's it's a high bar. Is all I'm going to say. So, what song are you adding?
1: Well, I've gone for something that lifts me up, which is probably a bit obscure compared to S Club Seven, for example. <laughs> 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 because originally I was thinking about songs that can more define the relationship of the breakup rather than a, you've got this, you can do this, and I'm going for. Levitate by Hadouken. Ooh. I had the lyrics up, but I've closed all my tabs.
0: I I can't hear that without going, Hadouken! (laughs)
1: That's how I would always hear that. Yeah. it's. I I feel both feet lift off the ground. I can levitate with every chord that plays. I close my eyes and levitate. And it's this real powerful, it's electro- but like, yeah, I I I've got this. I've thought, yeah, I've got the power, man. <laughs> I can do this. Um it'll go really well after a bit of S Club on.
0: Yeah. Oh I mean, well, it it mixes in quite nice with um on a mission, I think. So, well, I don't know. I mean, I've got no real musical knowledge other than different class by pulp um, I've, I discovered that at 14 and I decided I didn't need any of the music because I just had that so I'm, I'm absolutely loving song editions because I'm actually listening to new music
1: big pulp fan
0: yes he's pulps. mine if you um, I might because I've because I've called myself the future mrs. Cocker mm. that now means if he becomes available. He's mine, as long as as long as long we know that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fine. He's the, not my type. You want to talk
0: to
1: But, oh, I'll have Guy Garvey from.
0: Uh, <gasps> oh, I love him as well. <laughs> I say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can't have them both, Anna. What?
0: Why? Turns out okay. you can.
2: Yes. Turns out you absolutely I'm going, can. I'm going they're... to
0: suggest a polyamorous. <laughs> situation with Guy Garvey Garvey. and Jarvis Cocker oh my goodness me I'm yes right
1: you're wiggling around in your chair quite
0: (laughs) a lot now I look a bit distracted I've gone quite red as well (laughs) I'm a bit flushed uh, right, so moving swiftly on, right, the, the, <laughs>
2: <so> <laughs> the end of the
0: episode. We let the guests chat around their projects, their their kind of business world, or whatever they kind of want to talk about, really. So what would you like to let everybody know in the world of Robin?
1: Oh, the world of Robin is largely focused around uh, my, my coaching business, Coaching for Geeks, which helps geeks geeky content creators and entrepreneurs to grow that's entrepreneurs (laughs) to grow their to grow their audiences online Uh, it's it's ultimately really it comes down to that underpinning self-belief and confidence that I've had to learn over the years it is all very very learnable and then we layer on the stuff around how to get your podcast in front of more people or your twitch stream or your blog so there's stuff about seo there's stuff about how to get fabulous guests on your show how (laughs) to apply
0: i've peaked today that's it now (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: and how to how to uh make pitches to be on shows how to get involved with organizations and sponsors so you can monetize your content and get more people involved Uh, And I love it. We've got the website, coachingforgeeks.com. I'm very findable. Uh, We've got a Facebook group, free Facebook group, 1,600 geeks and nerds, all striving to be the best that ever was. Dun, dun, dun.
0: They are, but it's also the nicest group on Facebook. It's the most supportive group. You can put any question in there. And someone will be doing a project really similar to yours. Nobody, nobody's competitive. It's just the, the most lovely space. And it's one of my, it's one of my favorite groups. It's no. not the favorite group.
1: Thank you very much. Now your favorite one, CFG. Turbo. Yeah, absolutely. Course, which is my paid membership which gives you daily accountability posts and we have co-working sessions and weekly goal setting sessions. You get access to all the training that we have done around Goal setting and figuring out your purpose, and we're just going to keep adding more stuff in there. The next one's going to be about uh, growing your podcast audience, and you can book strategy sessions with me and all kinds of good stuff. Um, head to the website or drop me a line coachingforgeeks.com, uh, coachingforgeeks.com forward slash Facebook or coachingforgeeks.com forward slash CFG hyphen turbo.
0: Oh, slick thank you very much young sir Um, awesome Um, anything else that you want to talk about or mention
1: um only that your series has kind of become the this has been the coaching for geeks series (laughs) really hasn't it i've noticed you where you've been getting all your guests from (laughs) 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 so so if you like many of the guests in this season of the crazy x club you'll probably like the people in the coach of geeks facebook community because all but two of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) have been it's been awesome but it's it's been so nice to have those kinds of people on similar journeys to me and that kind of enthusiasm comes through when people are in a similar sort of mind frame sort of and they've got similar ambitions the enthusiasm comes through and it's really nice when an episode goes out and you see them sharing it and things like that and it's just gives me the warm and fuzzies um so it's been yeah it is but this is definitely the coaching for geek season maybe we take the other two out (laughs) 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 and i'll do a different strand like a different season for that genre um now everyone yeah don't try and figure out that, too, because that sounds bad. Uh, but, uh, Robin, <laughs> <laughs> before I get myself into lots of trouble with previous guests, uh, the only thing that's left for me to do is to formally welcome you into my crazy ex-club. Welcome. woo
1: <laughs> do, do I get a kiss on the cheek with the
0: oh, with the. the- <laughs> That might well. I'm, I'm thinking about membership cards, so watch this space lovely. for that.
1: I look forward to that.
0: <laughs> well, but but thank you so much for your time today.
1: No, thank you. I've had a lovely time with my largely unprepared ramble.
0: It was. A- <laughs> <laughs> your
1: listeners get some value from. But no, listen. No matter what kind of breakup you have, whether it's with uh, a partner, multiple partners, friends, family jobs it's it, you, you can get through it it might take a bit of time have a little pity party but then pick yourself up dust yourself off and go sort your life out you've, you've got this and I know that there's people on Emma's uh, Crazy X Club Facebook page who'll, who'll be there to help you as well because that's a lovely supportive community too uh, thank you for what you're doing Emma I know it's, it's, it's a weird time to be relationshipy and stuff so uh, do invaluable work
0: yes yes that's the mission that's the mission um, yes okay so thanks again Robin I'm sure I will see you soon hi guys how did you find that I honestly it was just so much fun to record and talk and it was one of those conversations where it just really went in and out of like we giggled so much throughout that conversation but we also talked about some some pretty serious themes and what uh, really resonated with me was that idea about how vulnerable we actually are when we're in our kind of early 20s going off to university kind of stage in our life and it's one time where I have really reflected on this whole thing about give yourself advice from back then. And and it's really weird because if you give yourself advice from back then to maybe avoid doing something, and I don't think that was the advice that Robin would have given himself, but part of me was just like, oh, it's really weird to go give that part of yourself advice because so much of what you learn during that time is what builds you up to be a stronger um, and braver person in many ways. But yeah, I really like that idea of the younger you can learn that you are enough there's, got, there's always going to be value in that so that was like one of my um, key takeaways from that is like you are enough um, and you know this confidence to sort of hold your head up high and sort of move forward knowing that you are enough regardless as if you go into a relationship or whatever or however you want to sort of spend your time you are enough guys remember that it's really um, soothing words towards the end of the conversation and um, so as we sort of mentioned, um, find Robin's um, services on Facebook group Coaching for Geeks. He also has a website he very um, articulately um gave out all those links but I've also put them in the episode notes because I'm just that nice a person it's not like every podcast host does that eh? but yeah those links are available for you in there it's like I mentioned on the podcast it is a super supportive group and um people are sort of finding um fame for being on this season of um crazy Club. it's been really nice um post sort of going out in that group scene if anyone wanted to come on and everyone's been so supportive so little shout out to those guys in particular and a thank you for for coming on because it's not just the time that you give me when you come on you've all been amazing at sort of sharing the episodes out afterwards and things like that and you're helping this podcast just start to grow um and just sort of gain some audience and listenership so love you guys thanks so much um so that's robin's stuff as always crazy x club facebook group that's our private space um to come and join come and ask questions with other people that are also in that space going through really similar things or what you might find if you're early in the journey there's some of us old veterans like me who are like oh yes I remember that and we've kind of been through it and similar to the podcast we'll just share what worked for us and then you know it might work for you as well or it might inspire you in a different way so Facebook group is there people come and join it um, and come and have chats with us the facebook page is um, also there for podcast information so that is the probably the first place i ever put when a new episode is live and available so if you want to be close to podcast news then um make sure you've got the page give us a follow give us a like you can also message me on that page and i'm mentioning this because i've had another idea about ways you could possibly become involved in the show and i put a little um post up in the page the other day if you've got an amazing story or you've got a story that you would love to feature on this podcast but you don't want to be on the podcast yourself you can message it to me and I'll read it and they will be bonus episodes and I can keep you completely anonymous and not mention your name at all or I can sort of say your name and it's just that fact to be like oh I don't really want to come and have a proper proper chat That is another way to get your story on the Crazy X Club podcast. And they are my idea for bonus episodes going forward. So there's a little message um, button on the Facebook page. Use it. Reach out to me. Come and say hi. Also, thinking about doing an episode which is kind of questions and answers. So anything that you might want to ask me, um, you can ask me a little bit about my own story if there's things that you are like, oh, she's never mentioned this. Um, I'll be really upfront if it's something I'm not comfortable talking about, I'll let you know. But if not, I'm quite happy to sort of take some questions and again, have a special episode just replying to them. So if there's any insights that you want from any of this, whether it's about making the podcast, um, the guests that we have on or things like that, send a question in as well that's what that's there for so that's about it for this week guys hope you enjoyed this one we've got another one it's all lined up it's all ready to go um and that will be coming out next week so you have a good one guys and i'll speak to you soon ta-ta